My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 40. And after a long delay, we're back. We are back. Finally. It was a long, long delay. Thanks it's, to sweet Ellie Dawn yeah. being born into the world. Beautiful Ellie Dawn. But we're back. We talked about having a baby, being dads. We talked about a new whiskey, which you definitely want to hear about because it's the best whiskey I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, we may or may not have cried on this podcast. And by we, I mean mainly me. But it happened. So let's go. It feels good to be back. And we back. It feels real good to be back. This is our this is our longest hiatus in a momento. It's been a little bit too long. It's been a while. You kind of ruined it. I know, man. It's kind of your fault. Which, if it's my fault, it's Ellie's fault. No, I'm not gonna put that blame on her. Well, you've already blamed her mom in her her young years. She needed she needed me to be around for a few weeks. Yeah, hang out, clean yeah. poop diapers and stuff. How's that going? It's good, man. It's fun. It's exhausting because you've always had a weak stomach, haven't you? Yeah, but I don't. It's weird. It's different. Well, first off, it doesn't smell nearly as bad. As what compared it, to what when they start eating solid food? I think. Oh, okay. But there's been some that have been rough, and great way to start the podcast, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's when it's yours, it's different. I guess yeah. that's the way I feel. Like everything's kind of gone out the door. A couple weeks ago, she uh, she threw up in my beard, <laughs> and I, I thought it was like the funniest thing that's ever happened. To me. Oh man, it was See, just hilarious. Your old life that would have happened, you would have immediately thrown up yeah, everywhere. I've been gone. You couldn't even like be in the room with vomit. No, no. And even now, if Katie just like even gags, I'm out. Oh, so it's just it's just literally Ellie can. Yeah, well, for now, that stuff, and you're good. For now. Maybe God just gave me this grace in this season. Maybe. Maybe it'll go away after a little while. I'm probably going to be the exact opposite where I have a super strong stomach now. And I'm going to have a baby and just be sickened all the time by their poop and vomit. I don't know. I guess spit up. They don't really vomit. They spit up, which I guess is kind of the same thing. I think it's just a nice word. Yeah. I've been just calling it whatever I want. But, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You'll be fine. You'll figure it out. Yeah, it's out. You just, you just figure it out. Yeah, it's just, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just part of the gig, I guess. Being an adult. Yeah. Being you, a dad. You don't have a choice. That's the way I view it. Like I don't have a choice. Like if I want to go home tonight, and just go to sleep, I feel like I, I just don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, it makes it better. It's like this is just gonna happen. So my sleep cycle's been whack though. Yeah. Because I've been sitting up late, as late as I can, so Katie can try to sleep. And then I go to sleep at like 2, 3. And then and she's not working for at least a couple more weeks. So I, it's I, I feel like my habits and just how I am are meant to have a baby because I have a strong stomach. My sleep cycle's already super jacked up. Like I am always up till 1 or 2 a.m., which I'm sure you're probably up later than that, or I guess technically, close. technically earlier than that. But I feel like I'm I'm just built... To be a dad. Yeah, like, probably. Strong stomach and jacked up sleep sleep cycle. And you're a good dude, so it'll be fun. Yeah. I, guess I, think, you'd, I think you'd be a good girl dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a good boy dad, but yeah. I think you'd be... People, okay, I, only reason I said that to you is because people said to me all the time, and I always felt like if I had a, if we were having a boy, would, wouldn't people just said, oh, man, you're the perfect boy dad? Like, what are you going to say if you, if you tell me you guys are having a boy? And I'm like, oh man, that surprises me because I think you'd be way better with a girl. You'd, yeah, I'd, you would definitely be a good girl dad. But 
you're gonna be a terrible dad yeah. to this baby because it's a boy yeah you have no yeah i don't know it's just fun man i never thought i'd have a girl that's so weird she i feel i feel like all babies are innocent but for some reason i feel like she's just like more innocent because she's a girl i don't know yeah. it's weird and yeah. so i just feel this like need to even last night i was like one something she started crying and i could just tell katie was exhausted and frustrated so i just got up and walked her around and i'm just like freestyling songs and <laughs> And having fun, and it's like the best thing ever. You should like, get a whole new jolt of energy. How, how many times have you made Ellie listen to your mixtape? Uh, I mean, it was like a nightly thing, you know? <laughs> it's before bed. That's, that's her lullabies. Yeah, it'll be her first words will be just something off the mixtape. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Logan. Thanks for listening. She's like, oh, she's been listening to your mixtape again. <laughs> I think uh, I'm thinking about putting out some music for it, like some kids' music, or writing a kids' book or something. Or just having her feature on a song. That's true. That's true. She's got some... She's Right now, she's pretty loud. She's got some lungs. I, I saw her rap hands. She likes those... Her yeah. hands around her face. I saw those I saw those rap hands. We call it spirit hands. Spirit hands. She'll like, be sitting there, and the spirit will hit her, and just... Whoosh, hands go up. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. But it's good to be back on the podcast, man, and back at work. Yeah. And we're going to celebrate today. Are we? We we're, are. What are we uh, celebrating with? We're celebrating with the finest Irish whiskey in the world. Jameson? No. See, that's a common myth. Most people think that because they're they're out of the loop. That's like the only Irish whiskey I know. That and I don't even know how to pronounce the other one. Tell tell them a do. Tell them a something. Tell them a who cares. Yeah, <laughs> because we're bringing out the finest whiskey. It's it's this company. It's this whiskey called Proper Twelve. Proper. I haven't heard of it. It's by one of the greatest athletes of our generation, Conor McGregor. Oh, I got the Conor McGregor whiskey, ma'am. I've been looking mm. everywhere for this, and we finally found it locally. We're in. Man, where'd you find it? Cox Liquor, man. Shout out Cox. Local. That's local. local. That's yeah. not a chain, man. Shout out. They're the first ones to have it. They're only, they must be Connor. Fa- oh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> boop, 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 Golly. Bloop. Yeah, so if you don't know, I'm a huge Connor McGregor fan. Came out with whiskey. We love whiskey. And so I've been looking for this. And the whole time he was at that press conference losing his mind, I just wanted some whiskey. Did he ever... Drink it. Golly, that. that? Listen to this world. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like a really generous pour, but this bottle's real weird. Golly. I kind of like that sound. That might be our new intro. You want ice? I think you're supposed to go no ice first. Thank you, sir. I'm going to let you taste it first. Hey, cheers, man. You're the bigger fan. Cheers. To the podcast. Yeah, to the it's got a good smell to it. <laughs> I like to say that. I don't really know. It's it's it, it smells like Dude, different whiskeys smell different. It smells like it's got vanilla honey and maybe like <laughs> some toasted wood. Y'all can't see this, but he just literally read the label. That's what I'm smelling. Some Oh, that toasted wood though is coming through. It smells like a it smells like a little uh, Oh, first off, like a little pecan. 4000 times better than Jameson. A little pecan off bark. the front. Off the front. Favorite whiskey of all time. I'm already in. Oh. I'm already in, baby. Let's go. That's a little... That actually stands out a little bit from most Let's whiskeys. Oh, Man. I'm sold. I w- Listen, I'm going to be real honest. I was fully expecting to try this and lie to you and just muscle through it and just hate it. But that's good whiskey. Connor can fight and make whiskey. Yeah, that's actually... So... How I am with... That's smooth, though. It's not a lot of bite. Yeah, how I am with alcoholic beverages, not a lot of them taste different to me. Like, not a lot of, like, middle shelf to top shelf taste a lot different. 
bottom shelf, I can taste a big difference. So this actually has like stands out a little bit from a lot of the whiskeys I've tasted in my life. Yeah, man, I'm really I like this. I'm really just tasting like vanilla, honey, (laughs) and toasted wood. wood. Um, Yeah, some of that. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty good. Not on the rocks or anything. It's pretty clean. Yeah. And I thought it was going to have a lot. I thought for some reason I just felt like it was going to be. It says it's rich and smooth, but I I feel like everything says that. So I felt like it was going to hurt. That is a very reliable label. Rich and smooth, and you can definitely taste the vanilla honey and smoked wood. Is that what it is? Smoked wood? Uh, toasted. Toasted wood. Toasted wood. Toasted. What's you the know, difference between toasted you and You know smoked? who else is reliable? Conor McGregor and his predictions. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is. I guess he is so far. He's the GOAT, man. He's the best of all time, and he might lose his next fight, if I'm being honest, but I doubt it. Khabib's a freak, but Conor's the man. He also got a dolly thrown at him. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I did not. I'm also. I'm prob. I'm. I'm sure everybody knew who Khabib was before no, 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 that no. whole incident. But as a very lightweight UFC fan, I did not know who Khabib was before the whole Connor throwing the dolly through the bus window incident. You're not, you're not too far behind. Okay. Because he's like 26 and 0. It's been kind of a. I feel like it's been a somewhat quiet 26. If you're an avid UFC fan, you've known him as a beast. But, I mean, who he's fought, he just wasn't the most marketable in the U.S. But So, Connor brings Ireland with him, like, in the U.S. But Ireland, like, when they're in Vegas, it's just Irish. Mm-hmm. But Khabib brings Russia, and it's big. But, so, what's, what started that whole ordeal was, so Khabib was picking on one of Connor's dudes, who is a Russian? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so his, uh, his name is um, Artem. And Lobov, I believe, but he's a, he's a Russian guy. He's he's called the Russian Hammer, but I think he I think he's under two flags. I don't know exactly I, where he's from. Irish and Russian. No, I don't think he's Irish for some reason. Maybe he claims it now. I I don't. I I could be wrong, but he's in his camp. So when Connor coached on the Ultimate Fighter, which is their TV show, I don't know he did that. He did. He fought. He coached against uh, Uriah Favor, and he I think that was yeah that was right before he was going to fight Aldo, I believe. Could be wrong on this timeline, but um, Artem was on that show as well as a fighter. Um, Artem did pretty well. He's in the UFC now. Hadn't had the greatest career. He's kind of a knockout artist that ha- doesn't knock people out right now. But so Artem's fighting on this card that Khabib's on. Khabib's going to fight. Mm-hmm. That was the fight that he was going to fight Tony Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson fell at a, yeah, a fox that. set, hurt his knee. So then Max Holloway, being the beast he is, jumped from 145 to 155. He's about, about to get beat. By, uh, by, by your boy, Brian by, Ortega. By T-City. Pro- it's going to be a great fight. So Max Holloway ends up dropping out, and then uh, Alaquinta ends up jumping in that same day to fight Khabib. But what I think is they put Artem on the card with Khabib so that Connor would show up. Because they're trying to – they're hoping if Connor comes back, uh, yeah, they're going to set this fight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at some point, uh, Khabib and his boys corner Artem, like at the workout facility or the hotel. And somebody like kind of slaps him in the face a little bit, and the video gets out. Well, Connor and the squad freak out, and they fly all the way over to New York. Oh, so they they like saw that or heard yeah. about that, and then flew. They weren't already Pretty there. Pretty sure, yeah. Dang, hop in a plane, jet over. Uh, at one point, I think I read that they left the airport and went straight to MSG, and so the fighters just hit a presser, and they're about to leave, and they're all getting on buses, and they just skip past security somehow, and they're like all in black. There's 20 of them, but Connor's there, so they're probably like, whatever. And he gets down there and just loses it. 
But he says, he, I think he did a good marketing move at the presser by making this whole thing feel like it's Khabib's fault. Like, I showed up at the window, I showed you my hands, showed you I had no weapons, but you're a coward, and you get off the bus. Which, as a Connor fan, that sounds so cool. But, like, if you're Khabib, too, like, what are you going to do? Get off the bus before a fight and I fight mean, this dude in the street? He did have weapons because he had, like, 40 dudes with him. Yeah, yes. And so Khabib's saying, like, you had all these guys. I just had one person, yada, yada, yada. Well, Khabib wouldn't get off the bus. Connor loses it and ends up throwing the dolly through the window, cuts Ray Borg's eye, uh, scares Rose, the champ. Like, it was, it was a rough deal. I, oh, he cut Michael Chiesa's head. It was a bad deal. Threw a dolly through a window of a bus. And then he grabs a guardrail and has it over his head, and someone rips it out of his hands. Otherwise, that was going. And they're shattering bus windows and all that. But it turned into be the greatest footage for a promo. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't believe it was staged. I think it was real. One, one of the uh, reporters at the press conference asked Dana, like, hey, was this a fight like in the works before this incident happened? And he like quickly answered, no. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people thought it was staged and fake. Um, and it got out of hand. But I don't think it is. I think everything Connor does to some degree is to push something. Mm-hmm. He's a smart cat. I mean, he started calling Floyd Mayweather out for no reason in the UFC. And it worked out. But, yeah, I don't know. He Khabib's not nearly as marketable as Connor, And this fight against Khabib, probably mainly, I mean, a huge part because he threw that dolly through the window, will be the biggest pay-per-view draw ever. Man. Yeah. It'll be wild. And I guarantee you that dude's win or lose is going to show up with a bottle of proper 12. <laughs> I mean, uh, he showed up to the press conference with two belts, which he previously <laughs> had. He claims that no one's ever come and take them from him. So he, he doesn't, like, technically have those anymore? No, uh, no, no. They stripped him at 145 when he got the 155 belt, and then they stripped him at 155 and went to go box. So uh, Khabib and them just fought for that interim title, or for the title. And so, yeah, uh, Tony Ferguson re- had it before, but yeah, he didn't have either belt. Showed up with both because he says he's never lost either one, and then a bottle of proper 12. And be- and they said he was afraid they weren't let him get the bottle in, so he had a small bottle in his pocket. <laughs> and him and Dana, him and Dana, cheers and and had fun. But it's great marketing. Yeah. And he made a good product. And you bought it. I did buy it. I searched a long time for it. We're going we're going to Dallas on Friday, and I was going to get it there. Apparently Cox has heard of it, too. Probably because of that press, that press conference. Dude, shout out to them. So, it was funny. I asked them. I was like, oh, did you just get this in today? And they're like, no, we had it like uh, end of last week. I was like, oh, So they knew, they knew before you. No, no. I called them the day that I saw that it was officially out, and they, they, got, they just said they hadn't heard of it yet. Um. I'm sure they don't keep up with Conor McGregor as well as I do. Um, but, yeah, it's good whiskey. It is pretty good. I'm a fan. That, uh, that toasted wood, <laughs> that honey and vanilla and toasted wood. I feel like a lot of people, like athletes or public figures that go off into other ventures, um, don't always carry the same level of professionalism into that field. Yeah. I think they just try to ride their name. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's not what Conor's doing. I might just be – I might like this whiskey only because I think it's from Conor. Um but I think a lot of people come into different areas and just, like, they go into the whiskey game and they make a Kentucky Deluxe. <laughs> Shout out, by the way, to one of the best whiskeys of all time. Yep. Per price. Yep. That's got to be the greatest uh, um, bargain per ounce in the whiskey game. Oh, for sure. So you don't know. It comes in a plastic bottle. If, if you can balance taste and budget, then it's got to be the greatest. 
I'm like being not just to keep gassing this up because this is about to be 40 minutes of me gassing this whiskey up. <laughs> this bottle was like 26 bucks. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good price. Tell me that. That's, kinda, that's competitive with Jameson. I was kind of surprised because Connor's name was behind it, and I was expecting it just because his name was behind it. That was going to be at least forty. Oh, dude, I thought I was like, man, this is about to be, yeah, ridiculous. And then I saw twenty six. I was like, I'm buying a case. <laughs> I'm going to go and just grab them all. It's good whiskey, though, man. It is pretty good. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was so. nervous. I was going to lie though. I'll just to confess that. You're gonna taste. And it's gonna taste. It's gonna taste like Royal Club, and you're like, oh, "It's the best whiskey ever." I can definitely, I can definitely taste this honey and vanilla. I was nervous. I didn't want to cough. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, give away that. Oh, this is bad. That's good whiskey, man. Hey, we got a lot of good sound effects in this podcast already. Between yeah. you opening the bottle and then pouring it, we, got, just, we got a lot of good sound effects. I wanted it to be clear. We opened it here. Yep. I hadn't tested it. Never tried it. It's been set. I've been staring at it on my desk all day. You have. You you walked in at like eleven thirty with that bad boy. And you've resisted trying it, even though you've been looking forward to it. So great, great delayed gratification on your part. I, I didn't eat lunch today to use my time to go get this bottle. <laughs> Is that bad? I, I did eat lunch here. I had a peanut butter sandwich, but I, I didn't go home or any of that. I took time away from my daughter to go buy this <laughs> bottle of whiskey. Hey, you, you probably shouldn't say that for the public to hear. No, no, she'll be proud. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, substituting my, my time with my daughter to buy whiskey. It sounds that, al- that doesn't sound great. It sounds alcoholic, but really, it's just it's a care for a good art. Is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's an appreciation of a good art, and I hope my daughter uh, has that in her life eventually. She'll, she'll probably appreciate Connor when she grows up. Yeah, or or completely hate him. Yeah, and that's the cool part about him. Is you, you either want to see him win or see him get slept? Is she going to be present during the fight? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for that. How, how like how much can babies pick up? Just like by like. I know they they sleep most of the time when they're super young, but do they pick up stuff? Man, I think so. Like all the stuff I've like tried to look into, that's the thing that I have to get onto Katie about. And you're going to be a nightmare at this, but you can't Google stuff mm-hmm. to some degree. And so I try to be careful, but I don't know, man. It's weird. Um, so okay, I was thinking about you the other day. I I think because I know you want all my opinions on. I'm about to teach you how to be a dad. Yeah. If you um, if you could just go ahead and write me a book. Yeah. Because I'm that I can I'm read. Clearly more experienced than you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you're gonna have at least like 12 months on me. Yeah. Minimum. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> Either way. Um. I I think raising a child, an infant, is a lot like baseball. It's about routine. And it's superstition, man. Mm-hmm. I find the, dude. I I find a pattern in my house that I walk at a certain pace, and it works one time, and I'm like every time. So I'm, I'm changing. I'm going to change the diaper at this point before we do this, so that she'll do this, and it uh, works one time. I don't think that there's any rhythm in her brain on how things should work, but in my brain it worked. So I like try to will into existence, and that's the way I've always viewed superstition in baseball. Mm-hmm. You put your socks on a certain way, yeah, or you do this, and it works, and you just stick with it, so you don't have to think about it, and that's the way I view it. Yeah, I'm like the most superstitious person ever because I played baseball. Yep, like the whole. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, rubbing your hat. Like yep. anything that you find that might have worked one time out of a hundred, you're going to stick with it. Yep. And you're going to, even if it doesn't work for the next hundred times, the next time it works, you're like, yep, it's because I did that. You, It's almost like, I think you will into existence. Yep. I think you can, I think you can fight off being sick sometimes by being mentally strong. Yep. Because I think you, well, maybe it's the other way. Maybe it's more you can make yourself sick by overthinking and stuff like that. But yeah, there's one light in our kitchen 
that uh, she likes to look at. And so there's probably 17 other lights in my house she would want to look at. It's probably a Hue light, huh? No, it's not. It's in one of those. Katie hates it. It's in one of those, like, super, super dumb globes. Yeah. Like, up on the ceiling. And she just, like, as soon as she'll be crying, I'll start singing, spit some bars. I don't know. And she'll look up at the light, and then just, she's done. She just chills out for a little while. Man. And it works. Certain pacifier. Like, I don't think she even cares as much as I do. But mentally. Yeah. Because it's going to make me feel better. We also, here's the crazy thing. Katie and I, um, this isn't a shot at Katie because she's been literally one of the, she's a superhero. I think women, like if you're breastfeeding or like what, you're a superhero. And the fact that your body can even like stay awake and feed a child when you're frustrated and tired is crazy. But Katie was just like at a breaking point when I just like exhausted and just like holding her, couldn't get her to sleep. And I wasn't, I had a big meeting the next morning. And so I picked her up and within two seconds she stopped crying. And I, they say that like the baby can smell the milk. But I think that they feel the anxiety. Mm. Like when you're anxious, I think that she feels it. Because when I get real frustrated, or like just go to sleep, like she won't go to sleep. She just keeps crying. But if I can chill out and like laugh or whatever, she usually just shuts down. So maybe that answers your question. I think they do pick up on a lot of things that maybe we don't realize or we're putting out. But I get nervous. Like I was even watched The Shape of Water last night. (laughs) I was just making sure that her little baby thing was turned a little bit to the side <laughs> so she wasn't seeing some, like, random alien some sex. fish human dude. Yeah. And some, yeah, that was, mm. that was a weird movie. It was interesting for sure. It was interesting. I think that I liked it more than y'all liked it because y'all definitely, um, maybe not you and you as much, but other people, like, kind of put it down. And so I think that my expe- expectations were like, it's going to be but two. It sounded like you picked up on a lot more stuff than I picked up on after you were like talking about it and everything. Well, I was afraid because I missed a lot of the movie, like going back and forth out of the room. And so I was afraid like, oh, I'm just like, I clearly missed something that led to this thing and mm-hmm. I didn't, but it was a good movie. Yeah. Was, I mean, I, I would recommend that if you had nothing to do to watch it. Yeah. It was weird. Oh, I'm, for I'm, sure. I'm, def- I'm definitely using my HBO trial right now to watch like everything. And that's, I probably don't rewatch that. Hey, the, what's what's the movie Inside? Inside Out? No, Inside John. Malkovich? Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Nope. I was going to watch that last night. I haven't seen that. This is what it's like having a baby. You just try to find something that you can watch and just hang out. Do you uh, find like random stuff during like movies or in like music or anything that just makes you emotional now that wouldn't have previously made you emotional? I mean, yes and no. It's that like training thing last Saturday that I was teaching at. Um, what was I talking about? You were in there. I started talking about something and I just started crying. I started talking about like Jake or Dr. Kaiser or somebody. And I just started oh, crying. Oh, that thing on Sunday. And it's just like, it locked yeah, me I don't up, remember. extended. And and usually I'm pretty emotional, but that got me. I don't know. It's weird. I, I kind of have stayed away from some movies. Um, I don't know. And even thinking back on just things that have happened in society and stuff, I'm like, it's just different. Yeah. She have a whole new perspective. Yeah, and I think it's too early, you know? I think the more she gets personality and the more things happen, that'll get worse. Um, but, yeah, it's weird. I, I already cry. Like, uh, the first night in the hospital, uh, she was crying, and I picked her up. And I was like, this is – I've never really held a baby for an extended period of time, much less by myself. So I'm holding this beautiful little girl. And I'm like, you're mine. Like, as long as we're both alive, like, we'll be together. I got you. I'm like talking to her and I put my, my Apple AirPods in. Shout out Apple if you want to throw a sponsorship. Um, and I started and I was like, what music do I want to listen to? And that was the day that Mac Miller had died. Mm. 
Um, so I was like kind of emotional about that for some, like overly emotional. So I started listening to Mac Miller's song and I paused it and I went and I searched Will Smith and I listened to just the two of us oh, and I shit. held her and I just cried. That's ball game. I almost cried. So I'm talking about it. Like it was wild. And so yeah. I was like sitting there. I see your eyes. You, get you a see little... Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, man, I'm telling you it's wild. Dude, it's I've, wild. I've been a, an emotional cat lately. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But an emotional like, what? An emotional cat. What's that mean? Sorry. Just like an emotional guy. Lately, oh, oh, an emo- oh okay. emotional cat. I saw. I was thinking like a, like a not, feline, not, not like a feline. No, okay, okay, that'd be weird. I've been an emotional feline, lately, but, but I kind of like that phrase, emotional cat. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I can, I can just like, I don't know what it is lately, and I've always been somewhat emotional. I just like never actually shed tears, but I always get that. I always get. That. Golly, are you okay? Yeah, sorry, your eyes are super watery. Yeah, once it starts, it doesn't stop. But I'm, I'm back Jeez. now. I'm not gonna cry again. I always always get that, that like lump in my throat, but I it's never mainly cry. The whiskey, the whiskey. Oh. I'm emotional. It's, it's, just, good it's just that good. Yeah, sorry. Good good lump in my throat. Throat. But yeah, I get that lump in my throat, but I never shed tears. But I, I can just be like watching, like I was watching a old Chance the Rapper live performance the other day, and I got a lump in my throat. Dude. I can be like watching commercials, TV shows, movies. Like worship on Sunday is brutal for me. Yep. Yep. Like I don't I don't know how worship pastors can sing and not and just like get through like lump in their throat. Like it's just yeah. like it'll just like it's like a sudden thing too. And it'll just like, oh, I'm singing and then oh I can't sing anymore because there's a lump in my throat. Like I've been a emotional cat lately. I don't know what it is. I think that I've been fighting it off a little bit because I'm a, like now once the faucet's turned on, like before I could shut it down faster. And now it's just like once it's on, it's over. It's ball game for me right now. And so two things that got me in the last week. One, um, Katie just like looked at me while we were hanging out in the living room. And just said like she got like she started crying. She's like, "I love you. You're a great dad." And she said other things. I'm not gonna say because I'll cry. And I just immediately looked at her. and was like, "Well, you're a bad mom because I, I had to deflect <laughs> yeah. and be sarcastic." So I was like, "I'm not gonna sit here with you. We got people about to come over and just cry. I'm just not. I'm not there yet." And then on like showing up on Sunday to church for the first time. That's the most. Like, I've missed that community since I was 19. And so, like, rolling in hot and, like, everybody being excited was, like, the coolest thing. People giving me a hug. Like, even, like, sarcastic comments from people. Like, you know, people telling I wasn't going to be a good dad or, like, just joking with me. Like, in love. Like, it was just the best thing. So, I was, like, I was just firing back at people. I was just making things up just so I could not cry. It's a nightmare. So, you're going to be in so much trouble. (laughs) Yeah. It's yeah, a problem. I'm gonna, yeah. I, I would say that I cry every day at this point. Like, in, of, like rarely sad. Like, just just like surreal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the happiest moment of my life. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be. Having a baby. I would say my three happiest moments of my life are having a baby, marrying Katie, and having this whiskey today. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> the top three. Easy. Uh, well, I'm glad I could be a part of your third happiest moment of your life. That's yeah. happening. And those weren't right in now. order. Those weren't in order. Oh, so is this number one? Happy no, no, whiskey? that's three for sure. Oh, okay. But like Mary and Katie was di- like, that's probably number one. No, no shade to Ellie, but it was cool yeah, to do with, that with Katie. But like, I chose Katie. With, I love Katie. With no Katie, there's no Ellie. Yeah. And there's not like, I guess you can't, you don't have to, I don't have to rank everything in my life. It's not yeah. like a college poll, but um, yeah. man, I'm going to be a mess when I have a kid then. Yeah. Were, were, were you, you're, you're pretty emotional for you to, before you had a kid, though, weren't you? Like, 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 right before or always? Just always. Yeah, for sure. I'm real emotional. I cry quite, quite a bit. Do you shed tears, or do you just get like the the crying feeling? Uh, before, probably yeah, more the crying feeling. But like when I cry, I cry. Like it's not, it's not like, 
I can be talking to somebody at lunch about something that's going on in their life and just weep. Like cry with like tears on my face. Like it's not that's not that uncommon for me. Man. I wonder why I don't actually shed tears. I don't think it's I don't think it's abnormal. No, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I like always feel do cats, well, not, do not cats always. Cry? I don't know. Maybe you're just a, a maybe sensitive I'm a, cat. Maybe I'm a sensitive cat. So you're sensitive, you just don't cry. I don't know. Figured it out. Man. Yeah, it's weird, man. What's what what, what I think not to just ruin the podcast with just talking about Ellie, but I think what got me, what was surprising to me was I thought that I would be a wreck uh, when she was, like, when she was delivered. That's what I thought. I was like, this, I'm about to just, like, not, have, they're going to remove me from the room. And I was very much, like, like it was very, like, militaristic for me. Huh. It was just like, take care of Katie. There's a baby. Oh, that's my baby. That's weird. Like, okay. And then they handed her to me, and I was like, okay, like. I guess I'll hold her, and then like immediately clicked. I, okay, that's not true. I did cry whenever I heard her cry, because Katie had a C emergency C section, so she's behind the thing. I heard her cry. And I was like, "Oh shoot, that's a that's a human life." And then it took a few minutes, and about thirty forty five minutes later, the nurses kind of left me with her while Katie was getting um, taken care of, and I was just like hoping to walk by because I was like had snot all in my beard, and I was just like crying, and I was like talking to her, like telling her things, like "I got you, I got you," and she's just like looking at me, just like "Shut up." I just had a long day. Already making threats to her future boyfriends. No, not yet. We do. I do sing this song. Like for some reason, I've been singing uh, Christmas songs to her. And like I was just singing to her one day, and I was like, uh, I forgot the song. Uh, in the morning, we could build a snowman. Is that song? No. Oh. In the morning, in the morning we, we can build a snowman, <laughs> and that's the only man will be around. I was like, I was like, oh shoot, yeah, that's a that's a new song. Um, but yeah, and then Doctor Kaiser walked in. And he's a good buddy, and I just like. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Or he like, he's like, oh, he's so excited. And I just like kind of handed her to him and just walked away. Started oh. crying. I didn't want to cry. I, I don't know why. Maybe I should have just let it go and let it out. Um, and then after everybody left that night and it was just us and Katie fell asleep and it was just me and her, I just, I was dehydrated in the morning. Because we're crying so much? Yeah, just cried. It's cool, man. It's one of the coolest things on earth. And I know not everybody gets to experience it. And there's a lot of other things you can experience um, that can be somewhat similar. Um but yeah, it's it's a. I think the scary thing is like, before I could just stay up here with you and play Madden until nine or ten, which I could probably still do now, depending on the night, and then just go home, maybe get some food, and then just go to sleep. But now there's like another human being in my home, that if I don't go into the other room and take care of, like she wouldn't survive. So I'm like I'm like constantly, just like even when you're I'm asleep, I'm like kind of listening. Oh. Like, what was that noise? Are, are, are you paranoid like everything now? Not really. I don't know why. I think there's been like a weird piece about um, good and bad things are just going to happen. And I need to do everything in my power to protect her, but I can only do so much. You know? So, I don't know. It's been weird. Like sometimes I'm just like, whatever. Like, I, I can only do so much. The first like 48 hours though, I didn't sleep because I just watched her chest. I was like making sure she was breathing. It's like, you could be ever in the swaddle. And the swaddle like comes up over her chin, and I'm like, oh, so I'm like tucking it down. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's been weird. I'm not like real, real paranoid. I was real nervous about the dogs, because if they would have bought, if they would have bit Ellie, then we'd had to get rid of Ellie, and that'd have been a bummer, <laughs> you know. If you're but, right, Ellie. But yeah, man. man. Yeah, it's 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 really cool, and I get, I do get how parents are like paranoid about every single thing, like germs and you know what's in the house, and I'm sure that'll get more intense as she can move. Yeah. 
But right now, I don't know. They just my, seem, no, my nose is starting to run. I, I can see that. Can you see my nose running? I can see your eyes watering and your nose running. <laughs> it must be this. It must be Tittles emitting this light, this perfect lighting. Yeah, man, man. Have you have you uh, watched? Have you seen like TV shows or movies that you've seen like a baby or like a baby being born in after Ellie was born? That just locked you up. Not really. Not yet. We watch a lot of really dumb stuff though, because I don't want to watch usually any good movies. Cause I'm gonna miss a lot of it. No. So we watch, watch just like we watch Liar Liar, like just old old movies. Then I don't have to worry about it. Man, you just got me excited to have a kid now. Yeah, it's fun. We should have one. We should have one as soon as possible. Or you should take your time. I don't know that. <laughs> that's the thing. I would. I personally, it's been great for me, and I think it'd be great for everybody. But that's like you knew that we talked about it on the podcast. That's like the most frustrating thing. And I've been careful, like, talking with friends that don't have kids or vice versa. Like, I don't know. Everybody told me, like, your life's over. You're going to be so tired. And both things are lightly true. But if you let them. And I'm going to be tired, but it's, like, the best tired. Okay, would you rather be rested and go home? Like, and then just kind of do what you did. Or at some point, like, be a little more tired and go home to, like, something you created. Yeah. And invest in. Yeah. And, like, now what's crazy is thinking about, like, she's going to be, she's going to get married at some point. Like, she's going to be, like, get a job and go to school and play sports and, like, all these things. I'm like, oh, shoot, like, this little pooping machine is going to grow up. And that's, it's, to me, no matter how tired I get, it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, now, not to sound like a good parent, because there are definitely times I'm like, I'm about to set you in this closet for a little bit so you can take a break. But she's been pretty good. And Katie's been a... She's going to be on the podcast later this week. She's been a savage. Huh. She has been an absolute nutter savage. Man. Yeah. Moms are crazy, man. Dude, it's the, the whole process, especially especially moms in the woman body, the fact that a human being can be born from a tiny little sperm fertilizing, and which we... This is probably going to sound super weird on on, no, a, on this podcast. This a tiny little, like a microscopic Science. sperm fertilizing an egg and then developing into a baby and that coming out of a woman and the woman being able to, like, sustain the baby, like, nutritionally and everything. That's, like, the craziest thing ever. Yeah, it is. And I, I probably don't, like, I don't, I don't, I can't even fully grasp that because I've, like, never been a part of it. Like I've, I'm an uncle and everything, but I've never seen it first person. Like, I yeah. haven't been around somebody like sustaining a baby with their body before. That's crazy. Just listen to what you just said. Like sustaining a baby with their body. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like, how does that even? I don't know, man. To me, like my personal experience, like it just was a complete reflection of like an intelligent designer. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a planned, a planned God who laid this out. And so it was just wild. It's just wild to see and to see a human who kind of looks like you. Yeah. Looks, I think she looks more like Katie. Um, but thank God for her. But yeah, it's just wild. Like the whole process just to me was like, like worship. It was worshipful. It was like, oh. holy, what the freak? You know, like, and then I'm like, I'm going to be, make sure I don't cuss. So I'm like, <laughs> she might be absorbing this now. First word, the F word. It's going to be a bummer. <laughs> You know, oh, man. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's that's... it's cool. It's uh, I think it, I think it's good for everybody to get a dose of that in some form. 
you know, like I think the selflessness of it and not everybody's meant for kids. Like that's fine. And I don't think, in, you know, I know we're in like a time where you can be shamed, fat shaming or, you know, glam shaming. Is that a thing? Wasn't that what it's called? Whatever. That was, that was off the, uh, the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> the bachelorette. Bachelorette. Yeah. Man, shout I, out to that show. I'm glad y'all came over. Y'all came over on Monday. So you picked up on that glam shaming. And I, I think you shouldn't definitely shame people who don't want kids. Like, I really don't think that's actually true. Like not everybody will and wants to. And, but that's a, I think, a, I think learning that level of selflessness, Yeah. like it sounds cool on paper, but like when you go home, like what I want to do is like go home and just chill. Like it's been a long day mentally. I don't really want to hold you and walk around for six hours. I just don't, or what it feeds you, or whatever. But like that level of selflessness, like builds something in you. I think that's important. Huh. So now I feel like, I do feel like even though I'm tired in the mornings and I like want to put hands on people, sometimes I do feel like uh, I've, I feel like right now it'll wear off. Trust me. Um, but there's a lot more grace for people. But yeah, I don't know. It's also weird. I'm like thinking like, okay, I was here at one point. Like, what was that like? Cause you know my dad was just trolling me. <laughs> yeah, he was probably just messing with me all the time. Man, that that picture of you and your dad hugging in the hospital nightmare after Ellie was born. I credit that too. That's one of the best pictures ever. Yeah, I credit that too. That was that was a rough one. I was looking for him when I came out. Your eyes just got water again. I know, man. It's a whiskey. Dude. It's the whiskey. It's a, dude. I'm telling you, it's a nightmare. But I've, I, I've I, never seen your eyes glisten like this before, dude. It's. And I, th- I think that it's always been there. I think that I can just, I think when I'm sarcastic, I'm deflecting. Mm-hmm. I think we all do that, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a pretty emotional cat. I like to get serious. Emotional cat? I know. You've, you've sucked. You, it's a thing now. That's, this, that's what this podcast is called, just emotional cat. Man, man, I'm looking forward to the day where I can share in your glistening eyes. Dude, I'll tell you right I'm now. I'm a baby. I'm probably going to cry during this one. When you have a kid, pff, buckle in. I'm going to be, I'll be running laps on that thing. What does that mean? You're like, your family's going to be, like, it's going to be so legit, but I'm going to be just, I'm going to be so gassed. Like, I'm going to be weeping uncontrolled. People are going to be like, he's not even related to the kid. And I'm going to just be like, like, cussing out your, like, people in the lobby and just like running around, pouring whiskey on people. It's going to be what a championship locker room should look like when you have a kid. I'm going to be so bummed. That was another moment, like, the little lump in my throat when I first saw Ellie. And, like, even, like, the two or three, like, we went up there the next day and maybe, like, the next day after that. Like, every time I saw her and y'all at the lump my throat and I could never shed a tear. I almost cried again. I don't know what it is. This is a nightmare. We shouldn't drink whiskey on this podcast <laughs> at all. We should not have picked great whiskey. Even went over to y'all's house. Like, there's something about, like, I've known you for, what? Two what, what, Since, two like, four years 20, old or 28, 28 so 20, 24 years. Yeah, forever. And just seeing that you're part of creating a human being yeah which i probably shouldn't be allowed to do like and then holding that human being that is like yeah i wasn't any part of making that human being but just holding that yeah. and knowing you for 24 years and knowing that you had a part i'm scared again and that like it's man it's a nightmare this is yeah. a freaking nightmare <laughs> thanks connor we're just in a dark room with some proper 12 <laughs> and some hue lights crying yeah it, it's it's, I think that it, that's something that outside of a few family members, I haven't gotten to experience. Like someone that I'm in their everyday rhythm that I know. And so it was, man, Katie and I just feel blessed. Like the amount of people that have come through or do we've had, we've had meals every single night brought to our house for coming up on three weeks and we still have two more weeks. 
and it's the biggest blessing ever. Like people swinging by, people giving us money. I'll tell you right now, that's one thing you need is money. Insurance. We're about to have to start paying new insurance. Ugh. But like the exhaustion, the money, everything, like there's nothing that you can't buy it. Like I could, I could have not had a baby and saved up or like, you know, I could have way more time to go and travel the world. There's no location on earth. There's no thing I could buy. There's no savings account amount that could, that could beat this. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's not for everybody. Like it's just not, but yeah, it's, I, and I've wanted to have a baby for like six years. Which probably was is is probably the right time that we had a kid, but I've been like trying to get Kate to have a kid for like six years. So like since wedding night, we so we had a always called it people always called it a scare, but we thought we were pregnant two months in. It's like this like moment of like he's like I think I might be pregnant, and so I remember like I told her I was like if you take a pregnancy test without me, we're we're going outside and squaring up, like I want to be a part of that moment. And so she was like, okay. So we went to the store, or she came home from whatever. And I remember that moment of, like, she, like, did the test. It was sitting on the counter. We were waiting. And then she started to go in and, like, try to tackle her. And then we were trying to, like, we were fighting to be in there, which delayed the process way too long. And then I armbarred her. She tapped out. And then I went in. And <laughs> we went in there. And it was like, no. And it was, like, kind of this moment where we were both like, man, that we dodged a bullet. But I was kind of, like, super bummed. Yeah. And that night, Katie's like, are you sad? I was like, kind of. Yeah. I thought we were having a kid. What, what, what was that feeling like? Did y'all did you like the, the, the stick crying. thing when you first found out about Ellie? Like the time we actually found out? Yeah. Did y'all oh, just use like the, the, the store-bought stick? Have I told this story on the podcast? I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to tell if that's all right. I was, I was, I was going to ask like what your initial emotion was or reaction was when you found out it was positive. Yeah. But so, you, you tell the story. Yeah, no, so we'll, uh, I'm going to, I'll land on that. Okay. So we decided a few months before um, that we were like, okay with trying, but we never like sat down and looked each other's eyes and we're like, are we, are we doing this? Like we committed to this. Um, we never really kind of did that. And then even like coming into December, we were even kind of like, all right, let's just wait until let's wait a few months for some reason, which I never said that. I just said that's what Katie feel good. So I remember it was like a Wednesday I don't think that I had any idea. It was a, oh yeah, no, I didn't. It was a Wednesday. I went to Applebee's. Shout out Applebee's if you want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting there having some Long Island iced teas, which I later found out is totally okay at that point because um, we didn't know we were pregnant. And Katie, I was like, what? what took you so long to get here? I was like, I'm waiting on you. She's like, sorry, I went by Dollar General um, to pick up some pregnancy tests. And I was like, wait a minute. She's like, nah, I'm pretty sure I'm not. But I just I figured let's go ahead and sh- just check it now so we don't go too far. It's like all right. So at that point, meal's over for me. We didn't have the food yet, and I'm like I'm over this process. So we go home. I'm driving probably 150. We get home, go inside. I I leave the food in the car. That's how like out of it I am. We go inside. Katie's like, this is a weird test. Like you have to use a dropper. It's like go in a cup, use a dropper and put it on the oh. test. Real weird. I thought you just peed straight on it. Well, you usually do, but this is a dollar test. Oh, okay. So Katie's like, there's no dropper in here. And so she's trying to figure it out. Just like pouring it from the cup on there. I was like, what if you get too much? Is gonna be? Like, so we're like arguing about this. And so we like walked out of the room and we like just stopped and prayed. We're like, Hey, either way, we're happy. Like if you bust us this way, God, great. If not, like we'll keep trying. 
like walk back in there and there's two lines if you're pregnant and there's like kind of two lines like enough that I was like that's two lines I was like do another one so she does like two or three more I was like oh my gosh this is a dollar test we only did two it's like this is a dollar test this thing sucks there's no way this is good I was like we're going to Walgreens right now so we get in the car to go to Walgreens to get a, a, a one that I feel comfortable with that actually says on it pregnant. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. So we start driving, and then Katie sees a dog that's running down the street. <laughs> and Katie's huge heart. Dude, so we pull over. We get this dog in the car. I'm holding this dog just mad. <laughs> 25 minutes later, we find the owners, which I was very grateful for because if that was my dog, I would want it back. But I was very selfish. So we get to Walgreens, find this test. And I think the dude that was uh, that checked us out was a dude from church. I was like, oh, no. Rumors, you know. And he never said anything, so thanks, man. Or he might have. I just never heard. So we get home. We, we take the test, and we filmed that. And it was like this moment where Katie's like, all right, I'm going to check. And I was like, hold on. Took a couple deep breaths, and then she did it. And just immediately, I was just like, it was like my whole life flashed before me. I was like, oh, my gosh, because I was excited. But then I was like, Oh, I really have to raise a human now. Mm-hmm. There's a real human that's going to be, I'm going to be responsible for. And so we're like, all right, we're not going to tell anybody for, let's go. So we got in the car, <laughs> went straight over to my dad's, um, and then ended up, you know, went to some friend's house, went to the Rask's house, went and saw Kristen, and went and saw you guys. And, I was, I was and then at, you weren't even there. I was at my parents at midnight trying to lay pavers in their backyard. I know. We were like waiting. And finally, Katie's like, let's just tell them in the morning. I was like, I'm not going to make it till the morning. Like, and Jared then, has to know tonight. Then y'all FaceTime me. And I just left Justin doing the pavers by yeah. himself and headed home immediately. Yeah, it was wild, man. You were really excited, and that meant a lot to me. I appreciated mm-hmm. that. Like, you almost cried again. Good. <laughs> I, I, Gosh. I, I didn't notice your eyes that time. Oh, here they come. Yeah. It's, <laughs> they it's come. a delayed, <laughs> delayed gratification. <laughs> God, we need to start doing this podcast with this lighting. This lighting's what's the problem. This lighting is just like I don't know if it's the the glare from this like very dull looking orange hue light it's and tittles. Like I don't know if that's just like the perfect reflection in your eyes or what, but it's I can I can tell the moment when your eyes start watering. Yeah, it's like, not great. Exactly when it happens, it's not great. Problem, man. So, so what was your, so? Uh, I guess you already said what your emotion was. Like, yeah, it, it was just real surreal. I don't yeah. know. I I feel like I'm an emotional person. Like when I step back and look, but like in the moment, like I feel like if I was around and someone got shot, I feel like I just lock in. Mm-hmm. It's like we have something to do, we, we can think about it later, and that's how it was when she was born. It's how it was kind of when we, even when we found out. It was like, well, what do I got to do? And so it wasn't until like I remember like the next morning, like waking up and looking at Katie and be like, we're having a kid. Like, and even then, I think it didn't feel real until we went to the doctor's appointment and then we heard the heartbeat. And then it was like, oh, shoot. Like, no matter what happens from here, like, we know that you, you're you for sure pregnant. And it was wild. Man. It was wild, man. So I'm trying to get her run it back in 2019. <laughs> I really am. People think I'm crazy. I don't know why, but I'm like, let's just do this again. It's going to be a bummer anyway. Like, it's going to be a rough stretch, you know, having, you know, a baby anyway. So let's just do it. Let's just run it back yeah. to back. Yeah. And maybe we'll get lucky and hit twins next time. Just have three. And just, and just be done. Three under one. Can you imagine? I can't. That would that'd be a nightmare for like seven years, probably. Oh, this is what I I can't speak on this at all because I don't. I've never raised a kid, obviously. But if you need more whiskey, man. Let me know. What, why did you the, not? Why did you not pour that next to the mic? This is the greatest whiskey ever. Proper twelve. <laughs> proper twelve. 
Hey, Connor, if you're listening, which you probably are, just shoot us some podcasts like sponsorship money. We'll yeah. drink this on every podcast. Yeah. I'll even pay for my own bottle. Yeah. Just if you give me a call. Yeah, this is the best podcast of my life. Talking yeah. about this sweet little girl and drinking hey. literally the best whiskey that's ever happened. Do you remember before this podcast when you said that we weren't going to talk about Ellie? Yeah, that's, sorry. That's literally. <laughs> I do blame you for that because <laughs> I didn't bring it up. You did. I did. And then but, you asked me a question on but it. But that just, that just shows how, like, passionate and in love with Ellie you are. Like, I, I brought, I like, I, I guess I brought it up in, yeah. a, in a not so conspicuous manner. Like, I was trying to bring it up. And then you've been talking about it for two hours. Two hours. So, man, yeah. there's there's passion and love behind that. That's your. That's all my camera. That's what my uh, photo gallery is. Pictures <laughs> just of all of and, I, and that's one of the things that we've gotten to see good people do is like, I don't want to lose my identity. Like mm-hmm. I'm still who I am. And Katie still she, who she is. And I know we're now dad and mom as well, but like, I'm not a dad. That's not all I am. And so that's kind that's probably, it's not a bummer. It's kind of fun right now. I'd talk about her all day if I could, but um, I don't know. I don't want the rest of my life to like, just be like, or like when you, when you have kids, I have kids. Like that's all we talk about. Mm-hmm. Like how are the kids doing, man? Yeah. Great. Cool. How's soccer going? Like, there's more to life, and I think that's something that we've been, like, cautious of. Yeah. Of, like, when I go home, it's not like I don't just, like, sprint past Katie and go see Ellie. Yeah. It's like, how you doing? What's up? How you feeling? Oh, you're mad at me? Sorry, I'm late. I was drinking some of this proper 12 whiskey. <laughs> I can't talk right now because I got to take, take care of Ellie. So. You know who else? Just a quick storyline bringing all this together is shout out to Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I just... I that I cried that that might be one of the things that got me, dude. Any I don't like know why I, that got me? I used to not get emotional when I watched teams win championships, mm-hmm. and now every single time, anytime I see somebody win, whether it's like a golf tour or yep. like the Stanley Cup, yep. the NBA championship, the World Series, whatever whatever it is, I always get emotional, even if it's a team I don't like. Astros. One of the least favorite teams of all time. I get emotional. What's the like they, they They've worked so hard yep. their whole lives for that moment. And they Altuve is four foot two. Yeah. And walked on somewhere and is a champ. Yeah. Like, it's the coolest thing ever to me. Yeah. Gosh. And Tiger Woods. And again, personally, he's got a lot of, I don't know. There's something cool about it. It's like redemption. And I don't know yeah. what his life's like now, but there's something special about redemption that reminds us no matter what, like we can be redeemed. Yeah. And like, I know that not everybody forgave him. But maybe he forgave himself, or he found that forgiveness. And dude, the dude dominated. Yeah, it's the coolest thing ever to me. I was so pumped. Watch those people walk up to 18th Green. Got me. I dude, found that, that clip. Was crazy. Of all yeah, that's saying he can never make it. That, <sighs> that clip you showed me earlier. Good gosh. Somebody tweeted it. I don't know if it was like Trey Wingo, or someone from ESPN that just somebody had said, you know, this is why he won. This is bulletin board material. And whoever it was said, no, it's because he never listened to those people. Mm. He never hung it up. He's like, I don't care what anybody thinks. I think he always believes he's the best on the course. Yeah. You know who else believes he's the best? Conor McGregor in proper 12. <laughs> best whiskey alive. I mean, you're, you are pretty dedicated to getting the sponsorship. Dude, this is good whiskey. It is good. I don't even care. Dude, never sponsors. I don't give a rip. Dude, still I, I, I had very, very, very low expectations. I, I definitely and did. And it far surpassed that. So good job, Connor. You did something good. You're 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 a champion fighter and a champion whiskey maker. I feel like this is too early to say this, but I will say it's my favorite whiskey. Like for sure. Like I'm F- being F- honest. Favorite Irish whiskey or no, favorite no, no. whiskey? Whiskey. There's no whiskey better. Dang. I wouldn't mix this whiskey. I don't think I would mix this at all. And I don't think it'd be a great mix whiskey. 
you're having like a whiskey and coke or whatever i wouldn't do that but that's, this is the best whiskey i've ever had that's a big statement no like i'm i can't i was sitting here thinking about it makers is good um I, shout out to my boys evan williams but like i, I don't know it's probably my favorite whiskey i can't even remember the name of my my favorite whiskey which probably like discredits it from being my favorite whiskey but it's that it's the one we had at whiskey tasting at mike at the ranch it wasn't angel's um, envy was it no it was like colonel something oh oh yeah, yeah colonel sanders um, no, no. I, I don't remember the name of it, but I'll see if I can look it up. Like as I see it when I go to liquor stores, it's always there. Um, I never buy it because it's a little bit too expensive for me. But it's my favorite one. But apparently, it's not because I don't even remember the name of it. Colonel James, maybe. How do you, how do you spell it? How do you spell Colonel? C O. Oh shoot, Colonel C- Taylor. Oh, that's it. Yep. C. Yeah. 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 By the way, when I was trying to type that in, for some reason I typed Cornell. And that make, that just for some reason made sense, and it brought up a lot of whiskeys. Colonel Colonel James. Do you have a picture of it? I do have a picture of it. Is it Taylor James? Colonel Taylor James? Yeah, this is definitely it. The single barrel. Oh yeah, that's it. That's my favorite. E H E H Taylor. I think you need to recheck, man, because I think you, you've just got passed today. Oh, Angel's Envy was good whiskey too. I, I probably do need to taste that again because that's the only time I ever had it was that whiskey tasting. Angel's Envy is probably the most I've cried over a uh, thing of whiskey. That was what we had at yeah. my uh, the my proposal, right? It's kind of been a life rule, unless it's like a unless I'm like drinking with a friend or whatever that just lost somebody, and that's like a thing. I try not to drink when I'm sad. Mm-hmm. It's like that's probably not great. So um, it's always celebration stuff. But yeah, I cried a lot when you were getting engaged. Yeah. So th- those moments, like, I, I like when you find a good whiskey, it's a special moment. Yep. Like, do you want to not ever have that whiskey again? Uh, because, this is a special moment right now, and I'm going to drink this no, whiskey but, every day. Okay, okay. Maybe not every day. You know, I, I totally agree that, with you. That's I, a bad, I totally agree. That's a bad question. No, no, I think it's a good question because, I don't know. And I, uh, I, Do you think it's because maybe the whiskey is good because of the moment? No, no, that's, that was actually a good whiskey. Y'all, it was, y'all, a, good, it was a good whiskey. Y'all spoiled me. Y'all, y'all are good friends. It was like and a $13 bottle. <laughs> no, Angel's Envy is more than that. But I guess it's the thought of trying to bottle up that, that moment. That's fair. No, I totally but then, that. but then you have that, that whatever, whether it's whiskey or a picture or whatever, you have that always to come back on to remind you of yeah. that moment. So. Which, which is what Katie hates because for a long time I always collected the bottles of whiskey. Um, Dude, that me, were, me th- too. That were special moments. Oh, mine, mine weren't even special moments. Mine were just, I would even write on some of them like had this with this friend, like this happened, or we talked about this, like this was awesome, whatever. And then it turned into me just collecting every bottle of whiskey that I ever bought. Like, to the point where when we opened it up, bro, I had seven bottles of Kentucky Deluxe. You're just looking to, f- to like, find a special moment to have with that whiskey so you could keep the bottle? I don't, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with me. <laughs> but I still do. Katie always, like, every time we're cleaning and moving but, stuff, she's like, are you going to throw these away? I'm like, no, no, I'm going to make, so now I'm telling her, I'm going to make candles. <laughs> I'm going to cut them in half and make candles. Do, do you still have them? Uh, she's thrown a lot of, she, like, she siphons them off. Over time, I, f- I found but. a few bottle shapes. So Emily's like a. I, I was on the same boat, and I had just bottles and bottles. That makes sound like an alcoholic. I had miles bottles and bottles, and bottles of, and of, of 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 whiskey that I just kept the bottles. And Emily's like, "Why are you keeping these?" And I like in my mind, I had like a reason, but I didn't know that reason. And I was like, uh, "I might do something in the future with them." And she's like, "Eventually, we just threw them away." And then 
I finally found a few that she likes the shape of the bottle. That's and they, fair. like, if you peel the label off and everything, they, they make, like, like pretty good rustic-looking decoration. So That's a good call. I'm still um, going to make some candles, though. <laughs> I promise you that. Are you going to, like, cut the bottle in half and make candles or what? You're just going to fill that, that whole thing up with wax and then put a wick sticking off the top. Oh, gosh. I didn't realize, man. I messed this, up this whole podcast. This, this dude just moved his picture of Conor McGregor in front of him so he could drink his whiskey while looking at Conor McGregor. Yo, shout out to Danny and Cameron for being in Ireland and getting me a painting from the side of the road of Conor. <laughs> Sitting next to my proper 12, bruh. Dude, that's, that's the picture you need to take right now. I know. Your, I'm your, to set it your up. glass of whiskey with the bottle with your picture of Connor. That's a, that's what's going to get us a sponsorship right there. This feels a little creepy. I don't like to be like. See, sometimes you have to stage your photos in order to get the sponsorship. Like this is one of those Instagram versus reality moments where the reality is just a bottle of whiskey in a glass and us doing a podcast and then you move over one element which is the picture of connor into the picture and then all of a sudden it completely changes everything yeah that's true that's a good point and then you have to re- rearrange the bottle and the glass and everything so it's perfectly aligned and perfectly framed in the picture and that's that's where instagram versus reality came from but that's a good in, point in moments like this it's needed it's a good point you got smart you're a smart man yeah you're a smart man i'm not but I'm just sitting here looking at this a picture of Connor and getting a little bit emotional. Can you see it over your glass of whiskey? I had to move it, but <laughs> man, this, I think he's one of my favorite athletes of all time. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a little bit unfair because it's hard to like. So Josh so, Hamilton in his run, obviously, is one of my favorites, and Tony Romo. Um, so so now you've made the statement that's your favorite favorite whiskey of all time, and that Conor McGregor is one of your favorite athletes of all time. Those are two bold statements on this podcast. So I think that it's weird. It's kind of like how you and I treat March Madness. We're like trying to find that random team. First off, I don't know why I moved that picture. Yeah, that back. Um, so at some point I found Conor early, and I remember telling like the, the, the dudes I watched fights with, like, hey, I think this dude's going to be legit. And then he kind of always was cocky. But it like kept elevating, and I remember when he won. Um, I don't remember who he beat. He was just like real big, stout white dude, and he jumped jumped out of the octagon and went after Aldo. And I just remember being like, "Yep, yep, this is good. This guy's gonna sell fights." And just from there, it's been just like the most entertaining ride ever. So, do you like him because you're trying to prove yourself right? No, no. You you actually like him? No, yeah. I just think I don't know. It's been fun because like. I profit in the fan. I feel like I treat and tell me if, okay, tell me if you feel the same way or if you do this. I feel like cuz you and I you're you're annoying to me because <laughs> if you find someone before me that's like 50-50, they're on the same team. Like it's not like a ranger or a cowboy. If you find someone, I feel like I can't yeah. be a fan of them. As big of a fan as you or at least I got to like maybe I can be a closeted fan, but publicly I got to hate that, them. That's what happens when you're only 28 years old but you know somebody for 24 years. That's yeah. what happens. It ruins ruins sports but um i don't remember where i was going with this what are we talking about you're you're, you're saying i you that you hate when i find somebody that you oh yeah that, that i like um so i feel like once i find somebody like once i commit to someone like josh hamilton or connor or whoever that i have to not defend them but i'm gonna ride it out mm-hmm. I'm, I, it takes i don't know many people i've been a big fan of that i've jumped off the bandwagon 
Like if I would have been, I can't think of anybody. If I would have been young, or if I'd have been old enough when OJ, like, and I was a huge OJ fan, I feel like I would have just wrote it out. Yeah, that's you know, like, and I don't think that's right, but I just like I look at him like, okay, I was a fan of you. Almost got a felony. Almost went to jail. Maybe not always making the best decisions, but I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of in. Like I'm committed to this, not because I have to defend myself. I don't really care. People make fun of me because the dude loses a fight. Like, what do I give a rip? Yeah. I didn't get in there and lose. I so, care less. Yeah. But like, it's kind of fun to just like find someone and just be like, all right, I'm in. Like, let's just figure yeah. this out. That's, that's that's how I am with Josh Gordon right now. And I know this this isn't me like finding this guy and you. You're Josh. Not no, you were a fan but, before me, but. But um, I do like him. That's one that we no, 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 that's no. one we share yeah, common. That's that's one that we agree on. But and, you had him first, and so that's rare for me. I I definitely didn't find that guy. He had the huge like 2013 season, and I mainly because of fantasy, I've liked him since then. But he's he didn't a dude. come to the league until 2014. No, I'm just kidding. It's, I was trying to. I was just hoping. He's from 2013. But yeah, he's he's a dude that super talented and has a lot of demons. Probably didn't necessarily have the greatest up, upbringing, but. Yeah. Back in the league, I'm a fan. I'm rooting for him, and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people. Yeah. Well, it's not that a lot of people aren't rooting for him. It's that a lot of people don't believe that he yeah. is going to come to fruition. I think it was. I think he is. Yeah, dude. I hope so. I really do. I was. It was kind of weird. Uh, did you watch all Hard Knocks? Yes. So it was real weird to see how they talked about Josh Gordon. Like real excited. Yeah. Like the yeah. Eagle is landed. The Eagle is landed. Yeah. And then they cut him. Yeah. So that makes me nervous. Well, yeah, it, that that made me nervous because they stuck with him Almost for, what, 2013 to 2008, so five years. Yeah. Which In which he was through, suspended. How through, many years? They stuck with him through, like, I don't know how many drug suspensions he got. Yeah. He, he went through with them. They stuck through him through, like. Three too many. All through the drug suspensions and all that. Were all marijuana? Um. Yeah, I think so. But I, th- I think, I think his, like. And this could have been, I think this was just like a single tweet I saw like a few weeks ago, but apparently his, his like biggest folly is alcohol, hmm. but he got, he always got suspended for weed. Um, so maybe you drink and then I, yeah, I don't, you get a good buzz and then you smoke Yeah, I don't, or I don't, whatever. I don't, I don't even know if that's, if it's factual or not, because I, th- I think it was just a tweet I saw, but, but from, yeah. From they, Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah. It's not even weed. It's alcohol. I'm good. Alcohol. Let me let me play. Um, but yeah, they stuck with him for five years, and then supposedly cut him. I know this year for showing up late on a Saturday with a hurt hamstring that he hurt because he was doing a promo shoot. So yeah, that he and is, not acting normal, which, and, they, which they thought he'd relapsed. Yeah, yeah. Again, I have no idea. But yeah, that that is cause for concern. But that's why shows like Last Chance You are a nightmare for me, and I cry more yeah. in those shows than anything. Um, I don't know, man. There's oh, you asked me earlier. I'll come back to this about a show that got me. I could not watch for some reason. I could not watch The Blind Side. I've, I still haven't seen that. Could not watch it. I've no. I've already seen it like a couple times. I've never seen it. Katie Katie had it on when I came home the other day, like three days ago, and I was like, "Not. Nah, I'm good." She's like, "Wow, this is a good movie." I was like, "I know it's a great movie, but I'm not about to watch this. Like, this is a nightmare." And so that's I don't know. Last chance to you. Like seeing these dudes from all over and just struggling. Yeah. Like not the greatest upbringing. Um, some get, of them, some of them, I mean, even that dude, what's the dude's name from tech? Um, Dakota something. Deco- Dakota uh, Allen. Dakota Allen. Like, I don't, again, I don't remember his upbringing, but like 
gets in trouble, wrong place, wrong time, wrong crowd. But, like, dude, his work ethic, like, I'd hire that dude for any role. Yeah. You know he's going to win. Yeah. If he puts his mind to it. And so, I don't know, there's something about that I get, like, really amped about, like, when you don't know. Like, when you see some of these guys, you're like, they could go one of two ways, you know? And I don't know. I, I, that's, I love I, that. I think that's the most emotional I, I get in life is these dudes who get, like, the second or third chances and then take advantage of them. Oh, my gosh. Like, like the Josh Hamiltons, who was a prodigy in baseball, ruined his life with cocaine, and then the Rangers took a chance on him, and he was a AL MVP and should have been a World Series MVP. Screw you, Nelson Cruz. Um, Seriously. It's, just, it's stories like that. The, the dudes who get the men and women who get redemption, those are usually like the stories that make me the most emotionally like golly. Okay. So that's, 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 that's kind of like, that's why I'm rooting for Josh Gordon because like those make for the best stories. Like the people, the, the outcasts that people yep. write off proving people wrong. Sorry. I'm about to, I would say this out loud, but I, I can barely read. <laughs> um, I don't know how you say this guy's name. So I'm trying to figure E F E. E F E. F E. E F E O B A D A. F E O Bader. Yeah. So this dude plays for the Carolina Panthers. And I just barely heard this on Sunday. But this dude played for the first time, I think, on Sunday. And there's going to be a move about this dude at some point. But he was in human trafficking at one point. Like a participant in it or a victim to a it? A victim to it. This dude was a victim of human trafficking. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, I'm not going to just read this and just make everybody sit here. But, yeah, he was a victim. And this dude played for the first time on Sunday. Yeah. Those How are, wild. Yeah, those are powerful stories. It makes me happy. And then it makes me almost convicted immediately. I was like, yo, I came from pretty yeah, pretty sweet situation. Yeah. Compared to that. Yeah. Yeah, the the title this is on Fox Sports says NFL player once part of human trafficking has a huge game. Dang, that's crazy. Yep. I haven't heard of that guy. The Bengals probably didn't um oh, so he got his uh he crashed into Andy Dalton for his first career sack for a 10-yard loss. He screamed to his teammates, "They don't know me. They don't know me. They don't know me." Uh, oh, no, they don't know me. I'm from London. They don't know me. That's what he said. And the Bengals probably didn't, or at least maybe they didn't know his incredible story when he overcame being a victim of human trafficking as a yeah. 10-year-old in the U.K. and became an NFL player. Jeez. What? Jeez. Yeah, it's wild. So let me just tell you all about my story <laughs> growing up here in middle class. This is definitely the podcast we've cried the most. We're doing an hour in. we got to shut it down. But this is the, the most I think I've cried on a podcast. Never like tear hit my cheek, but I definitely had no. a roll for a little no. bit. I saw, I saw your eyes glistening, so yeah. I got the evidence. You know it's bad. When I start sniffling, it's when it's when it's trouble. Yeah, I'll always sniffle. It's like a it's like a bad habit of mine now. You got a word for the people? Man, I don't know with this. Um, Man. So, oh, man, I don't know. 
kind of an unfair question after yeah this an this, emotional conversation this this is a tough one to have a half a word in i would just say okay i think i would say like i don't know you are like no matter what you get emotional about you're emotional for a reason hmm. whether that's a passion or it's something within you calling calling out whether it's like calling out that hey this is a passion or hey this is like compassion like i feel for this person then like don't be ashamed of being emotional because i feel like a lot of times like specifically men are like they feel like they can't be emotional and like i feel like showing emotion and being emotional can be a sign of strength and like just don't be ashamed to show that and like i don't know just just listen and come to terms with your emotion and let them like guide you because usually it's like either a passion um coming out of you or it's a compassion for somebody or something what's yours man i think you just stole the show man i think that's it no, I, I don't know, man. I think uh, trying to be a dad's been interesting, but I think if you just like stop and just say, okay, over the next five days, I'm going to do something completely selfless. Like, I don't think you have to have a kid to do that. Like, I'm going to do something selfless for someone else. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give up my time, my energy, my money, any resources, whatever, for someone else. Not for any gain. You do it for a client, doesn't count because you're trying to get something back. But like, I don't know. I think that the more you learn it's not about you, the more you learn who it's really about. Dang. That's what I think it is. That's the quote. That's the quote. That's not it. That's the quote. That's not it. Sorry, my text message popped up and saw a sweet picture of Ellie in a Ranger shirt. And so spirit hit me. Started rolling. Almost cried again. (laughs) Also, the second thing I'd like to add to that is um, go out to your local liquor store and buy some <laughs> proper 12 from the uh, man, the myth, the has, notorious one. It has to be a Connor. local one, like Cox. Margaret! The man, man. I don't know. I'm excited for this fight with Connor and Khabib. Um, I'm predicting Connor is going to sleep him within two rounds for sure. Um, but Khabib could beat him. So it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. And I'm excited. You're going to watch that fight with me. Yeah. It's coming up, isn't it? Next week. Two weeks. Yeah, next not, weekend. Not this weekend, but the next. So it's oh, October. Sick. Six, right? Is that a Saturday? I think it's the sixth. I don't know. It's that Saturday, so I'm pretty sure it's the sixth. But I'm excited, man. I'm really excited about that fight. Um, yeah. We'll do another podcast this week. We will get some guests lined up for sure. And Katie's going to be on soon, right? Yeah, we're going to just detox. I got to talk a lot about Ellie today, but I just want to hear. I want people to hear from her. I've gotten a lot of people say that they like talk, hearing from her more than me. Yeah. So, and those people don't count. We blocked. They them probably the definitely enjoy hearing from her more than me. No, yeah, right. No, for sure. Well, they're not our audience, and they can go to another podcast, <laughs> not ours. But please don't. Speaking of that, quick transition. If you would not mind subscribing and leaving a review, we'd be grateful. Anything else for the people? That's it, man. Let's have some more whiskey. Yeah. We're out. <laughs>